Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Lili Nishmasim Bimurosim Rusbas Mordechai. Today's shir is sponsored by Michal. Is it Michal? No. Maybe Michael. And Brochas. No. Mechel. Mechel and Brochas Sepazik. I'm going to call it that. For Mordechai Sepazik in honor of his birthday, this Friday. Yudal bin Achimov, and they said they wrote a whole email that I don't have with me, unfortunately, but they wrote that he's a big, big masmid, and they wish him a lot of brochanat slocha and, and um, all the good zachen. Shiduchim v'chulu. Menachem Adina Weinreb, Chaye Pesel Basitzchok Moshe, was your side is Friday, Yudal Rav, by Michael Benchitrit, in commemoration of the your side of. My two grandfathers, Moshe ben Yaakov and Chaim ben Yosef, and my wife's grandfather, Imano ben Shmuel, all of which were Nifter on the 14th of Av, several years apart. By Ephraim Gwertzman, to my brother Shlomo Gwertzman and my nephew Abe, in honor of his bar mitzvah this Shabbos. Dear Rebelli, I'm a huge fan of yours and your daf. I finally understood why you're not allowed to learn on Tisha B'Av. Uh, this is an amazing dab, this is a mix of tiring and P.S. I cannot wait for the next time you come to New York so I can be there live. Paras HaChoydash, Michael Ben Mela, in memory of his mother, Dvarafega Bashmul, and his father, Menachem Mendel Ben Elchanan, and the merit to make it to Umar as a shot of this year. Oh, boy, I listened to this email. By Yishai Rothman. Dear Belly, before the Gemara initiative, I hadn't opened up a Gemara since I left Yeshiva and got married. That was almost three years ago. But as he said in the shir a few days ago, a free Gemara caught my eye and made me want to commit. Now I look forward to whatever free time I have so I can turn on your shir and open my Gemara and Steig. Before I joined your shir, I felt I was wasting my time day in and day out. But since I joined, even though it's been only a week and a half, well, it's already two and a half weeks since he sent this, I feel like my day in life has meaning because he sent me another email today. It's helped many aspects of my life, home and work alike. Thank you, Rebelli, for all you do and inspiring people like me to learn. Then he writes another email today. It was absolutely incredible pleasure to be able to meet you in Woodmere. I'm still blown away by how small the world is and that you're Aaron's father. It turns out that he's my son Aaron's roommate from Norfolk, Virginia. I knew there must have been a relation and I didn't realize that I'm originally from Norfolk and moved there. So hearing that you're from here is very cool. Can you please pass my warmest regards? It's been a long time since we were at Whack, Yak, I mean. Forgive me for asking, is, he's the one, is he the one getting married? <laughs> Either way, Mazel Tov, Kol Tov, Shai Rothman from Farakaway. I still don't have my printer, so I'm just going to read this off from here. Um, this, this is from Chesky Rosenberg from Simpalo, Brazil. He says like this. Dear Rebelli, the, 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 the name of the email is Loma Nigora. Why, should be, why shouldn't we be Zoycha? For what? I would like to tell you again a big shikayach, my chavrusa, Rib Ari Knaplach. By the way, this, I don't know if you know, if you've ever seen, there's a video called The Magic of, of Ellie, and he's in it. So if you want to see what Chesky Rosemary, you hadras upon him a nice, nice uh, grayish beard. So he says, he and Rib Ari Knaplach listen every day to your amazing clear shiurim. One thing we want to ask you that sometimes someone in your present audience, especially Rib Nachman Seltzer, makes a comment, jokes, and even klotz kashas, everybody laughs. LOL, including you. But the outside listeners, Zoom and YouTubers, have no idea what's going on. Lama My suggestion is that at least when it's a good kasher joke, 
is said, it can repeat it to the outside audience. I do. But 99% of the time, it's a klutz cash. It's embarrassing for the person that I asked it. It's embarrassing when somebody, I don't want to mention names, argues with Tanoim and Amaroyim or the Chavetz Chaim. So I don't repeat it. Why would I repeat it? You mentioned a couple of times that eating, drinking, sleeping, you could also perform a mitzvah if you have good kavanah in mind. Two interesting things about it. This is very nice. Once heard from Chassidish Rebbe that the words, Achila, Aleph, Chaf, Yud, Lamed, Hey. So there's a Yud and a Hey. Shtia, Shin, Tav, Yud and a Hey. Lina, Lamed, Yud, Nun and a Hey. So it has Yud and a Hey. All have Yud, K, depends on your kavanah. Mm-hmm. There was once a kid, he says, that asked Rosh Hashanah, we have such a burden. The, the Malamed that was there with the kid wanted to bury himself there, but Rav Shlomo Zaman Oyerbach said, it's a very good question. And the answer is that the Goyim also eat, drink, and have children, honor their parents, etc., but gain nothing out of it. But we Yidin doing the exact same thing, we get schar if we have kavana. That's why Akashbogu's Mazakas with these mitzvahs. We love your share, your stories, your jokes, and the whole MDY family. Kultu from Brazil, Chesky Rosenberg. All right, our boy side. Now I'll go back to the Zoom. I hope it's still on. If you were wondering why I was staring at you guys, because I was just reading the emails. But now we're going back. Ezra Abrams is on from Australia. What's that? You don't want it in the side. You want it like this? No, you can't do it. Over. Okay, here, from over here. Here. How about this way? Okay. Boy side today is Daf Tezain. We're actually holding six lines down. We made some progress yesterday. And Beis Hashem, today we should finish the entire daf design and start tomorrow brand new mesechta, mesechta daf yudzayin. So, gufa. And if you recall, just, just the other day, Rashi asked the question, why does he say gufa on a mishnah? Gufa is when Amaraim say something and we want to go into what Amaraim said. Gufa, Omar Rebami Bar Tevyoimi, Kalim, if you used uh, remnant of garments, shattered, tattered. Ooh, I can't even say his name. He's going to be Mavuyish. If Shui Davis is in the house, why, 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 why? Get over here, Shui. That's a bison. Good job. So a guy had a, a coat, a jacket, a nice something that was Mikabal Toma. Then it was ripped up into little pieces, Shmatas. And he used it for schach. My beloy kalim. What does it mean? Omar Abayo, we explained it yesterday. Matloni Shalish Shalish Shalish. Each piece is less than three fingers by three fingers. So somebody asked me a riddle. I'm not exactly sure that he's right, but it's an interesting riddle. I have two great riddles here. How is it possible that a person has schach, he has a sukkah with schach, and it's possible? Somebody comes over to him, whispers something in his ear, and the sukkah becomes kosher. She says, this Gemara right over here. What happened was, he used garment that's exactly three fingers by three fingers, this, this size. 
And he, it's possible, right? Because it's only three fingers. It's possible because he's a wealthy guy. But somebody came and whispered in his ear, by the way, you lost all your money. So the second he loses his money, he's a poor person. For a poor person, three by three is a good beged. You can use it as, as a patch. In Mamela, it's, well, it's possible. So fakert. It would have to be fakert then. Well, somebody told me he won the lottery. He became wealthy. Okay, whatever. Great. But that's not what the guy told me. So, but over here we're talking about it's less than three fingers by three fingers. If less than three fingers, here's another riddle I heard a while ago, but this is a very interesting riddle. How's it possible that your sukkah is possible, but if you say a specific, a very specific capital to hillim, one peri to hillim, your sukkah becomes kosher. It's a real, it's a real thing. It's not a joke, this riddle. It's real. You say one capital to Hillim, and your sukkah becomes kosher. So I'll tell you what the capital to Hillim is, and then you have to tell me why it becomes kosher. Mizmer shili yoyim ha-shabbos. You're makabal Shabbos on yourself. And therefore what? How does your sukkah become kosher? If you make your sukkah out of the yumdim, or out of a lechi, so we said, if it's kosher for Shabbos, it's kosher for sukkahs. But it's not kosher during the week. It's on Shabbos. So when you're Mikabal Shabbos, by saying Mizmah Shalim Shabbos, then that sukkah becomes kosher. Okay, great. Enough with the riddles for now. Thank you for the Rebami. The Rebami, Machtseles Shel Shipa Vishal Gemi. You have a mat made out of Gemi. There's a mat. Shiarel. The leftovers, and so just to explain, maybe I didn't explain enough. You're talking about clothing that used to be makabal tuma, and now it's not makabal tuma anymore. But nevertheless, nevertheless, it's not good for schach because it once upon a time was a was a kli. It's like zera, something like zera. And by the way, in all zeras, and I mentioned it before, all zeras of chachamim. If you are in a situation where there's no sukkah but a sukkah that's kosher based on a of chachamim, like all you have is schach that's less than three etzbois, so what do you do? Don't go into sukkah at all. That's what I have. I'm in a very bad position. That's all I have available. What do you do? So the Allah is you go into the sukkah but you don't make a bracha. So you have leftover of this mat over here. What's the shear? Six by six. It's no longer a mat. You shouldn't use it for schach. And a mat made out of reeds. If it's not made for laying down on, because it's very large, it's not a kli, it's made specifically for schach, use it for schach. But if it's very small or smaller, it's the size that people used to in those days sleep on. So it's Tomei Medras. It's like a cleat, it's like a bed. So you can't use it for schach. It's Mikabal Tuma. I don't care, even though it's, it, it's, um, it's large, it's a big piece. Mikabal Tuma, Vein Misakhimba. Shouldn't use it for schach. This is Mamish Nagel Maisa. It's, it's another kind of riddle, but very, very important to Allah. Very. You go to a pizza shop and they have 
a sukkah. And the sukkah is made out of a tarp. And a tarp is possible for a sukkah, it blows in the wind. A wall like that is not kosher for a sukkah, right? Everybody agrees that that kind of wall that blows in the wind is not a sukkah. So what do people do? They use straps. I'm saying it as if people know this. I've seen a lot of sukkahs go like this. Okay, but we're learning Masech the Sukkah and we're going to do better this year. We're not going to use these sukkahs that flap in the wind. But what do people do? They use these straps or strings. Every less than three tfachim, they make these tight strings. They, they don't flap in the wind. And Memela, I have a good sukkah. Every less than three tfachim is a sukkah. Here's my question. You go into the sukkah, you go into this pizza shop. It was made by some Amaaretz. Not even a from, I don't know, maybe maybe not even Jewish, the guy that made it. How is it possible that this sukkah, and it happens all the time, is 100% not kosher? I don't know, the Ramah says it's not kosher. Why is it not kosher? It has the straps, it has everything. What? The guy put on the schach? Okay. Yeah, so, no, the, the walls don't have to. Walls are not important. Only the schach. So, I'll give you a hint. Chaytet begadish. That's what we're about to learn. Chaytet begadish. What's the problem with a chaytet begadish? Tasev How do you make this sukkah that's tasev By putting up the schach first, and then strapping down these straps after the schach. That would be a puzzle of sukkah according to the Ramah. Has anybody ever thought about that? You go to these restaurants, you don't care, it looks kosher to you. It has nice strong straps. But wait a minute, it depends when you put on the straps. If you put on the straps after you put on the schach, so it's tasvalim and also because you have a sukkah that's l'chayr apostle because it flaps in the wind. And only afterwards you try to make it kosher with straps. It's very interesting. So here's the picture of Chayt Begadish, one of the best, of the best, greatest halachas and he has a haystack that's 100% not kosher. There's no walls, there's no schach, nothing. And he went and he dug out in the haystack and he created a void. Comes Ravun and says an amazing chiddush. That's only when the haystack is top to bottom, completely full. But what if within the haystack there is a void? That's the size of a sukkah, seven by seven, and one tefach thick. Here's a picture. Here's the void. One tefach tall only. So what happens? Very, very interesting. The top over here is creating a schach on this void. This void is a good makam because it's a tefach and a tefach is a oil. When it comes to tumah, tefach is a tefach. So now all I have to do is remove the inside. We learned halacha that if you have a sukkah that's nine tefachim tall, mm-hmm. I could dig one tefach into the ground and make it ten tefachim. It's not considered tasev aleimenasui. Explains Rashi why, because tasev aleimenasui is a, is a problem when there's a problem with the schach. If I put on puzzle schach and then I it's it's I put on a vine and then I snip it, so it's puzzle and then I made a kosher tasev aleimenasui. But over here the problem was the walls. The walls weren't tall enough. The walls were nine and I made them ten. The schach was always there. The schach never moved. Here, the top piece of schach is always the schach. That's the thing preventing you. The schach is very thick. Who cares how thick it is? It was always there and it was always kosher. 
It was always misachich. It always created shade on what? On the one tefach right over here. And that's enough. Because the tefach is enough for an aisle. So that's that halacha. An amazing halacha. Now, the Chazanish points out, and I have, a, I have trouble with the Chazanish. I didn't think about it a lot, but Chazanish points out that maybe Rashi didn't really mean seven by seven, that the whole void has to be seven by seven. He says a very, a very important halacha that we're going to learn. That is that if you have a small sukkah that's seven by seven, and all you have is four tfachim of sechach, and three tfachim are not kosher, it's a kosher sukkah. Because you have the roiv kosher sechach. So he says over here also, l'chayra, you don't need seven by seven void. All you need is four by seven, let's say. Okay, not going to get into chazanish, but an interesting point. But if you have a one tefach void, that's seven by seven, the shear of a sukkah, haraz a sukkah. It's not a problem of a chaytet begadish. I'm allowed to dig out more and make from one tefach ten tefachim. Because there's already a schach that's creating shade on the tefach. And now we have a bunch of freebies over here. We learned the same exact thing. If you dug out in a haystack, I raise a sukkah. But we have a contradiction. You have to say, to explain the contradiction, you have to say, where there's a tefach already, then it's okay. When there's no tefach, it's not okay. And another freebie, and some use it as a question. Same exact thing, but instead of an answer, it's a question. In a sukkah. But I raise a sukkah, we have a contradiction. There's no contradiction when there's a void of a tefach in that haystack already, then it's kosher, it's not tasa v'leimina asoi. Zokt de Heiligen Mishnah, the official Mishnah, sponsored by official. You get it? Official, official. The official Mishnah, sponsored by official. Hamishal shal defonis milamalo lamato. Shilshul is a lotion going from top to bottom. So if there is, there are walls that come from the top to the bottom. I saw you jump when I said shil, the word shilshul. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> The famous, I don't know if you guys are, everybody's seen the, the, the Yoni uh, Mishnayis. So if there's a gap of three Tfachim, and that's enough for a goat to, to make its way through the sukkah, that's not a good, a good daifen. You know, it's not a mechitza. When animals can come into your sukkah, that's not a mechitza. It's not considered a daifen. Im gavaya asar Tfachim. Shero, where are we? I'm shas with Vazimilama. Igwaminoshloshitvachim, Psula. Sorry, Milamato Lamalo. But if it goes from the bottom up, so the bottom is completely closed. Great picture over here to emphasize the point. If it goes from the bottom to the upwards, and there's 10 Tvachim, and there's a huge, huge gap over here, it's kosher. Why? What is this called, this halacha? Anybody remember? Good, close, not good achis, but good asik. Asik goes upwards, but very good, Yosef. That's the point. It's the same thing. 
good asik mechitzta. The mechitza goes upwards. There's also halacha of. That's what you said. Good achis when the mechitza goes downwards. So good good asik means that it goes upwards. It fills in the gap. It continues, and that we said is halacha lemoishem esinai. All you need is ten tefachim, and then it's kosher, even though the schach is 400 feet in the air. Well, that's a different shayla. 400 might be a problem. Rabbi Yossi, Oymer, Kishem, Shilamato, Lamalo, Asor, Tefachim, Kach, Milamalo, Lamato, Asor, Tefachim. Comes Rabbi Yossi and says, this is also a good, good sukkah. I disagree, even though not only could a goat get through here, but a, but a cow could get through here. It's kosher, according to Rabbi Yossi, why? Because halachically, I say good achis mechitzta, it goes downwards. Says Gemara, the Maiko Mifligi. It's a very, very cool sugya. Mar sovar mechitza tluya materes, u mar sovar mechitza tluya ena materes. Do we say on Shabbos, we had this in Erevin, if you remember, there's a beautiful halacha over there. If a person has a porch over the water, I want to print it, but un- unfortunately, I don't have my printer yet. I saw it today. I saw my printer. It's not hooked up. So you're, you're suspended. You have a beautiful porch on the water. Imagine you live on the water, but you want to drink the water on Shabbos. You want to draw water on Shabbos. What do you do? You make a box of walls. You make a hole in your porch and you have a box. And these ba- the box goes downwards halachically all the way to the water. And it creates one rishos. Remember that halacha? That's what we're discussing now. Same idea. If you have... A, a hanging wall, does the hanging wall go downwards? So we have that halacha by Shabbos, and we're trying to say that the same halacha applies to sukkah. So where do we have the halacha? In So here you have a pit, a water pit between two chatseres. Two people own this. Now, Madura Bonon, you're not allowed to carry from one chatz to the other chatz unless you make a roof chatzeros. So, you can't make a roof chatzeros, says Rashi. There's no door. There's, no, there's nothing going on here. All we have is a wall. For it, you can't make it. But I want to draw water. But I cannot draw water. Why can't I draw water? Because I might be drawing water from your chatzer. I can't carry from your chatzer to my chatzer. So, what do I do? So, Says the Gemara, You cannot draw water. I have to make a 10 tefach wall. Where? Rashi seems like, you can see the Gimel over here, doesn't, it's not Goyrus, it's not three ways to, to, to fix the problem. It's two ways. Two very simple ways. Basically, you, you create a wall inside the pit. Either lemata, in the water, close to the water, or lemala, above the water. Okay, this is a real, you see this wall right over here? A hanging wall. So, it's not touching the water, but it, it, divi- it divides the water. And halakhically, the, the wall is going to go continue down into the pit, through the water, separate the water. I am taking from here, it's going to grab from there. Okay, that we spoke about in Erevin. We're not going to get into that. Betoich just means that it has to be within the pit, within the walls of the pit. You can't put your wall on top like this wall that goes through the Chatzar. Okay. 
Now, why can't this wall right over here serve as a wall? It's ten tefachim. Why is this wall no good? The guy on top. Because it wasn't made for the purpose of separating the water. It was made to separate the chatzar. And we, can, we cannot use it for water purposes. Not a problem. Says he could. We just turned to the design of the base sponsored by the MDY Tilling Group. For all those who need Shiduchim Rufus and Yeshua's, please join Tilling.8mindaf.com. Bishama Yoimrim Milamalo, also on top, Ubeisil Yoimrim Milamato. Milamalo means even. Okay? Because Basil say, it has to be in the water. He's showing that it's there. It's touching the water. Okay. Mishami said you can even do it on, suspend it on top. Comes Rebbe and says, why do you need to make a special wall like so over here, down here? Why can't I just use this upper wall? That's enough. That's all I need. I don't need to make extra walls. One ten tefach wall on top is enough. And Allah will go down. Good aches will go down into the water. Rabbi Yehuda, in Hilchas Shabbos, in Hilchas Mechitza, in, 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 to, to divide two chatzeros, two or a pit, is the same halacha as a sukkah. If I have a wall all the way up there, 20 feet up in the air, but it's 10 tefachim, It'll come all the way down and create a mechitza for a sukkah for me. It's the same halacha. That's what the Gemara says, l'chayra. What's the difference if I make a ten tefach mechitza and halacha goes right through my, my bar, my well, right down the middle. Or I have a ten tefach mechitza and it goes right down the wall and it, and it, it closes off the wall. I don't, a goat, a, not a goat, but it closes off the wall, says Rabbi Yaisi. The Chayr, they're saying the same thing. But of course, that's the Gemara's job, is to show us a distinction between two different halachas. We have to figure out what could be a distinction between Shabbos and Sukkah. Rabbi Yehuda, B'shidas Rabbi Yaisi Amar, Da'amar Mechitzat Luya Mataris, a hanging wall is enough, it's considered a wall. V'layhi. This is Gemara, no, you can make a distinction. L'ay Rabbi Yehuda, Sava like Rabbi Yaisi, V'lay Rabbi Yaisi, Sava like Rabbi Yehuda. Just because you say that Allah in Hilchas Shabbos doesn't mean you agree that the same Allah is in Hilchas Sukkah. And just because you say it in Sukkah doesn't mean that the Allah is in Shabbos. Why? Loi Rabbi Yehuda, Savalak Rabbi Yoisi, Ad Kanoi Kama Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said his Allah over here. Hosam Elbe Rubichat Seiro is the Rabbanon. The whole problem to carry from, from one side of the well to the other side of the well is only Yisad the Rabbanon. You let it carry from some, one house to another house with the Raisa. Chachamer are the ones that said, we have to be careful, you might carry from Rishus Aram to Rishus Ayachim. So you have to make an Eruv Chatzeros, you have to make an Eruv. But with the rice you're allowed to. Avol Hacha, Sukkah the Raisa, But over here you need walls, Midaraisa. So you can't create these funny walls and make it a Deraisa Dika Sukkah. Shabbos will be matter funny walls, because Midaraisa you don't even need walls. So you want to use them for the Rabbanon, it's okay. On the flip side, you could say, If you're going to say, 
It's a very light mitzvah. It's a mitzvah saseh to sit in the sukkah. So I'll permit a suspended wall. Ava Shabbos, this or skila, like. But Shabbos, not this problem over here of a bar, which is on the Rabbana. But the, in general, Shabbos is a very chomer de or skila, you could get the death penalty for it. So I have to be careful with it. I have to do real walls. So Amela, don't compare Rabbi Yaisi to Rabbi Yuda and Rabbi Yuda to Rabbi Yaisi. There was a story in Tzipayri, in the city of Tzipayri. And everything that went in Tzipayri went based on the Rosh Hashiv in Tzipayri. Who was the Rosh Hashiv in Tzipayri? Rabbi Yaisi. How did they pass in that you're allowed to use a suspended wall in Tzipayri when you just said, Rabbi Yaisi said his halacha only in Sukkah, not in Shabbos. And in Tzipayri, they try to use a suspended wall on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Loyal P. Rabbi Yossi. L.L.P. Rabbi Shmuel B'Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi had a son. It's very possible Rabbi Yossi himself was more machmer and said, no, my halacha suspended wall only applies to Sukkah, not to Shabbos. His son came along after he was nifter and instituted also for Shabbos. By the way, stop. Since we're talking here, the very interesting Gemara in Masech Shabbos, it says, Rabbi Yossi said on himself, I had five huge sons, Arozim, five Tanoim that came out of these five Bilois. What kind of Lashon is that? So anyways, in the Yerushalmi, the Bible says one shot, we're not going to get into it. The Yerushalmi says he had five Yivamais. He had five brothers that died without children. And from each one of those Yivamais, he had one child. And here's one of them, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Stop, just uh, to explain who, I mean, we have Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, all of Shas, but over here we're talking about it's not the father, it's the son, as a, as a Hara. Now, question is, my Maisa, what happened? What happened in Sipari? They once forgot to bring the Sefer Torah. What happened was, explains Rashi, in those days, they, they were worried about the Goyim, and the Goyim would come and look for the Sefer Torah. So they would literally hide the Sefer Torah in different houses, every week in another house, so nobody could find the Sefer Torah. One week, they forgot to bring the Sefer Torah right before Shabbos, and it stayed in the house. Now you can't go and bring the whole minion into the house, tiny little house, and not in the shul. So what do you do? The next day they came, and they put sheets on top of these poles, and the sheets didn't go all the way down to the ground. They were suspended. Same story that we had today. So what's going on here? Here's the story. If you look closely, here are the sheets. Here you have all chotzer, a lot of different houses. And because it's also to carry in here because of all the chotzeres, what they did was they isolated the shul and one house. And all the other houses have nothing to do with this place now. If I walk in this corridor right here, I'm good. I'm not part of the chatzar. And if you see over here, the sheet doesn't reach the ground. So this is a suspended wall. And it's in Sipari. And they said it's okay. Ah, I thought Rabbi Yossi only said it's Allah and Sukkah. And now you're telling me this works even on Shabbos to carry Sefetariah. I allowed them to carry Sefetariah from this house into the shul. It wasn't Rabbi Yaisi, it was his son. But that was the story. 
Ask the Gemara, just let's talk about the story for a second. How do they come and bring a sheet from another house? It's carrying. You're telling me there's no machitza here. How can you carry a sheet? What happened was, it was already there. It says Pirsu, it's a little bit of a problem. Maybe Pirsu on Friday. Why it was there? I don't know. Maybe for Tznidus, who knows? Women were, this is the women's, who knows? But they had these dinam and they used it on Shabbos, even though the Chiddush is, even though it didn't reach the floor. Taisis doesn't like it. Taisis says that we're talking about an Oyalara here. We're talking about creating a wall on Shabbos, Oyalara. But because of this Taisvis, there's some very interesting halachas that are important. What happens if your schach falls off on Yontif? Falls off, you don't have a sukkah. Now what do you do? You create. You, can, you should not be able to put it back on Yontif. Why? Because you're creating. You're creating oil. Oh, you hear what he says? Givaldik. So the Mishra Paskins, you could do it with a guy. A guy could do it. The Prima Godim says it happened to him once that his sukkah fell, his schach fell down, and he. He wasn't Michael, they brought a guy, he didn't, he didn't say anything because he mamish, he had no way out of it, he said. However, listen to this interesting thing. There's a steer in the Mishtabura. In one place he says you're allowed to do it, they go in one place he says not. And they want to answer that if you never put up your schach, you forgot, you're negligent, you didn't put up schach, then you cannot use a guy because you're negligent. If you did everything you could, and then the wind came and blew it off, that's not your fault. I'm going to allow a guy to put it on Shabbos, on Yantar. But not if you didn't do it like Atchila. So, Ayin Sham, I'm just pointing out some halachas that are interesting. Benagia too. Oyalara. Omer Av Chizda, Omer Avimi. Machtseles Arbao Mashu Materes Besuka Mishum Doifen. I'm just imagining my head like you take this uh, roll of plastic or something, it's, it's four Tfachim wide. And you go, you know how they, they, they wrap, you know, boxes and stuff with the stuff? That, you have like four poles, and you go, you do this one wrap around your sukkah, boom, it's kosher. Why? It's only four tzvachim. The answer is, Hey, Chiyavid, you put it smack in the middle, it's three tzvachim away from the ground, and a little less than three tzvachim from the schach, and I could institute the Allah of Lavud on the bottom, the Allah of Lavud on the top, and I have a total of 10 Tfachim. 4 plus 3 on the bottom is 7, plus 3 on the top is 10, and here is what it looks like. MMA if you're cheap and you don't want to build a whole wall, so this is what you can do. And you have a 10, fo- 10 Tfachim sukkah, so all you need to do is put one strip right down the center. And make sure it's a little less than three tzvachim from the bottom, so you have lavud. A little less than three tzvachim from the top, you have lavud. Bam. Ten tzvachim, it's a kosher sukkah. Ask the Gemara Pshita, what are you telling me, the halach of lavud? We mentioned a number of times. Ma'od the same, says the Gemara, beautiful. I would think, chad lavud amrinon, tre lavud loy amrinon. Maybe you don't institute lavud twice. Maybe it's only once. Kamash milan, I could say lavud twice. That's a big chiddush. Okay. We had love of the, you know, parts Murubalaimed, all these things, strings, fine. You could say more than once. 
Very interesting kasha. It says, Mufurish and Abraisa, that if I have a mat that's seven tfachim wide, I could use it as a wall. I put it three tfachim away from the bottom, let's say. But it says, Mufurish, that I can't do it twice. I could only do it once. It says that the, the mat has to be seven tfachim. Why does it have to be seven tfachim? It could have said four tzvachim, and I could do love it twice. The answer is, I could only do love it once. Seven plus three equals ten. I can't do four plus three plus three, ten. Only seven plus three. That's what it says here. This is a very simple answer. That's talking about a very large sukkah, regular size sukkah. A regular size sukkah, you can't institute love it twice. It's more than 10 tzvachim. It's 100 tzvachim. So you can only do it once. You can either do it by the top or by the bottom. And even if you do it one time, and it's far away from the top, let's say you do it, a, what, do, what do we have here? Not this one. Sorry. This. You do a strip of seven. It's three tzvachim away from the top, so a total of 10. And then I'll do a good aches. Or... Like this one right here, same exact thing. I do a strip of seven, three, twelve from the bottom. So now I have set a ten total, and I do good asik going up. What else do we have here? Okay, next. So in a very large sukkah, I can't do love it twice, I could only do it once. But so so if that's the case. That I'm instituting, love it over here. That's no chiddush. What do you tell me, love it? Love it, I heard a hundred times already. What do I need another time? Says the Gemara, Umayko mashwala, the Mishashlan Tfanais Milamalo Lemato, Kurebi Yoisi. The chiddush is this that I could use love it upwards, and I'm telling you I could go downwards, and I don't care that an animal could get through here. A very large animal, more than a gdi. That's the Chiddush. Not the Chiddush that I could close this off with a Lavod, but rather that 10 Tfachim from the top is enough to go downwards. Omar, what time is it? Terrible. What is that? I need a clock. I need to slow down. No, there's no Nachman Seltzer. Nobody's asking questions. Nobody's saying jokes. What's going on? David, something? Tall. Has to be tall. For our purposes, it's tall. Oh, for, for who was it? Ribcheski Rosenberg. He asked, does Gdola mean tall or tall? Gdola mean wide? Over here, it means tall. Oh, Ellie Dykeman put on the beautiful picture that I was looking for. Yishkoyach Gadol. Is that you, Ellie, that put it on? On Zoom. Here, let me show the Eilam over here. The picture that he just put on. This is the picture I was looking for. I love this. I just like it. The guy is mom is hanging out in Florida over the water, and and he has he, he builds four walls, and he, and he's able to draw water from, yeah, Yeah, this is an Erevin. A lot of people lately were writing emails that Erevin they thought it was so hard and this, but with the pictures they were able they made it through easy. We had over seven hundred pictures in Erevin. 
Omar Rebi Ami. Pass our bow, mashu, matter besuko, mishum doifim. Okay. So now we're talking about. Oh. Good point. Shear is over almost. Don't worry about it. It's not perfect. Hold on. Okay. Great. Pass arbo umashu matir besuko meshum doifen. If you have a wall that's four tfachem wide and you distance it from the from the other wall three tfachem, so now you have a total of seven tfachem. That's all you need is seven tfachem to make a kosher wall. Umoikim lo bepachos mishloishet tfachem samach ledoifen. It's less than three tfachem. Bechol pachos mishloishet samach ledoifen. Kilo bedami. Michael Mashmalon. What's the big chiddush? Hakom Mashmalon. Shiur Meshech Sukok Tano Shiva. The, the shear of a sukkah is seven, like Bishamai. Bishamai say that it has to hold Roishoi, Rubai, Vishulchanai, and therefore seven. I saw a very interesting thing from Ryankiv ben Hananal, the Talmud of the Rajba. It's something to look into. A beautiful thing. What's the shear of a sukkah, says the Gemara? Seven. Says the Talmud of the Rajba that it says, Sheva Bayoim Hilal Ticha is referring to the seven Yom Toivim. Goes through the seven Yom Toivim. We have Shabbos, Pesach, Sukkot, you have Shvuas, Roshorim, Kippur, Shmina, Atzeres. Seven Yom Toivim. And he goes through each Yantiv that each Yantiv is about seven. V'safartim chashiva shavuos svirsa oimer sukkah is seven days, seven days of nisachamayim, and seven tfachim in the sukkah. Everything is about seven. There was seven ananiya kavod that sukkah is based on. It was we're in a box, six-sided box, right? Plus one anana kavod in the front, leading. So seven ananiya kavod. Shivas Haminim. We, we're using three Adasim, two Aravas, one Lulav, one Esrig. And it goes on and on and on. It's all about seven. And then, of course, you have the eight minute daf. I don't know how that. Yeah. Rabbi tomorrow, I think we should do Shir right here in this room at four o'clock if anybody's available. I can't prepare quicker than that. I know it's before Shabbos. If anybody can make it, great. At four o'clock here, which would be five o'clock in New York. You guys up to it? Of course, Eli Dykeman will be there. And Shlomi Klein will be making his chant. If you want to see Shlomi Klein making chant, there Shabbos and Zoom, be here. Schnitzel, that's what he makes. Whatever, he's doing something. Every time on Erev Shabbos, he's running around his kitchen with the, with the screen on. But anyways, Yishkoyach, thank you for, for coming. Thank you for the support. Rabbi said, bring your friends. You know there are more people here. Yaakov Kavni did a great job with Rotary Davis here. But there's more guys here. Where's Simcha? Simcha Edelman. Yeah, bring the Elam. Next week, Josh Rosen. Bring my stepbrother, Ari Kushner. You know my stepbrother, Ari Kushner? Of course you know him. He dives in the other show. BCDE. Ari. Ari Kushner, the lawyer. How long am I in town? I'm in town. Uh, my son's chasana is on Sunday, August 1st. And then right afterwards, we are probably leaving for New York. For 
By the way, if you haven't seen in New York, there's, like I said yesterday, there's about a hundred people in Woodmere, but we are, Dailam is planning a nice Shavrachas in my son's honor. And uh, there'll be a, it'll be nice. There'll be a lot of entertainment and stuff, music and good food and uh, just a, it's a place to get together and meet Dailam. N- nothing, nothing, nothing serious. Maybe afterwards there'll be a shir whoever wants to stick around, but for my son and his kala, will be light, a light kind of thing. They'll be in a hall, be kosher. Look for the details. Bezer Hashem, that will be on August 5th, I think it is, on Thursday, whatever Thursday comes out. August, whatever. I think it's 5th. Yeah? Anybody? Yeah. Mark? August, August 5th. Okay. The boys, I have a great Shabbos if I don't see you. Motsi Shabbos, uh, what time is Motsi Shabbos here? 9.30. is Motsi Shabbos? No, what's regular? Like, and then you have to dive in my rib, so it's 9.30, 10.30. It's late, but 10.30.